Hello there. We're calling the Concierge Hub Stat Report. We are here at the world headquarters of RxVIP, Panera Bread in Belmont. I'm sitting here with two wonderful pharmacists and wonderful friends, Diana Rollis and Joseph Villalano. Uh, five years ago, they took me under their wings at the Seaford store in um, Long Island at CVS and helped me uh, with my career. So, Diana, how are you today? Good. How are you, Ken? Oh, speak up, please. You have millions of people listening <laughs> to you. Joseph, what's going on, guy? Good morning. How are you doing? Well, what are we doing here today at Panera Bread besides laughing and thinking about all the good things that we did in our past? What are we doing? We're talking about new initiatives for RxVIP. Well, you sound too friggin' official, Joe. Sorry. We're having fun. We're having fun. We're talking about how we can help more patients, how we can make more money, how we can advance our careers by being providers. So each one of us served as managers of CVS Health and know the responsibilities of that. <clears throat> but thankfully, we all get a day off. Thankfully, it's not 24-7, even though, Diana, you have a 24-hour store, right? Yes. How are those overnights? You ever do an overnight? No, never. Never? You ever going to do one? Never. Okay. How about you, Joe? You ever do an overnight? No. I You're never. lying. Didn't you do one when we did the store? Well, we had to do inventory or something, but not to work. Not to work uh, the oh, bench, as they say. You don't consider staying in the store overnight working? Well, inventory tests, yes. They're doing overnight. Uh, Joe, you can't lie on the podcast because people are listening. I, I know that. No, I would never lie. So when I was with you and they were doing the store, uh, you know, the store redo, and our manager came in and he said, we need someone to stay overnight. I raised my hand. I said I would stay overnight. But they wouldn't. I they didn't want no. you. They said no. <laughs> they said no because I guess they were having enough problems with me during the daytime. But they didn't. They didn't. Thought, they thought that at night I could really create a problem. Anyway, you know, one of the things about the store that we had when we were three partners there, the store was unbelievable. The engagement with the patients, the engagement with the staff, was out of control. It was great. I mean, out of control, good. And then they came in and swooped in. And they took our Diana away from us. Remember that? Yeah. That was a sad day. It was sad. Speak up. Yeah. Speak up. <laughs> that was a sad day. And we went into floater hell, Joseph. We you did. How long was it? Was it nine months? Uh, it was nine months, yeah. Right. It was like we had a baby. It was awful. It was like we had a baby. You know, and, and it was unbelievable that we got through that because we each treated that store like we were the managers. Yes. And when floaters came in, there were good floaters, and there are not so good floaters. Sometimes floaters give floaters a bad name. But there are great floaters out there. I think a floater is a critically important part to the success of any pharmacy. If you come in with an attitude that you're the manager that day, that's the kind of attitude that we want. So, I'm here to announce that the two wonderful people I'm sitting across are going to be the first PharmD resident floaters in the industry. Are you ready for that? We are. We are. You are. And we're going to make some money, right? So we yes. told you the compensation. How does this compensation sound to you, Joe? Very. More than fair. More than fair. How about you, Diane? Amazing. Amazing. Did you hear? Amazing? These are people. This is not drug-related. There are no opioids. There are no uh, tranquilizers. Uppers. There are no, no uppers. There, this is a natural high that we have created here <laughs> at Panera Bread. Because with the opioid epidemic, obviously, we don't want to really get addicted. But, but they're addicted to your profession. Joe, you love the profession. How long have you been doing this? 22 years. 22 years. So you're going to keep doing it till you get it right. 
Yes. Right? Okay, good. Keep practicing. All right. How about you, Diane? How long have you been doing this? Five years. Just five years? Yes. Oh, I'm my a baby. God. I think I have underwear five years old. I have, no, I that's it. Oh, my God. Not that I'm wearing it. All right. But just five years. But when you walked into that store, it was about a month before I joined the store. Or maybe two. When was it, Joe? Was it the... Uh, it was, yeah, it was only a few weeks before you uh, came in. So I walked in and I saw a young professional who was dedicated to her craft and dedicated to the patients. And Diana, I learned from you a lot. You told me about how to mentor and educate and precept the next generation of fondies. You remember one day when I we went to St. John's together? Yes, yeah. and you were a mentor for a young, shy girl. A shy girl. <laughs> uh, that's right. Actually, that night, I took on two shy girls. Oh, yes. You remember there was one girl who was walking around who their precept, their mentor, was not there. So I just said, would you like to, to sit here with Diana and I and we'll be your mentors? I remember the name of that first young lady. Her name was Candace Drinkwater. Drink <laughs> oh, wow. Candace, if you're listening out there, we had a great time. And, and Candace gave me a mug after, after the mentor program. And then Dean DeGate, uh, they had an event, they had a dinner for all the mentors. Mentoring is so important. So the other thing that I offer Diana and Joseph today, Joe, is the opportunity to be mentors for the next generation. Because you like to educate, you like to motivate the next generation. Tell us what you do in the store, Joe, with the next generation, with your interns. What do you do with them? The interns, every, yeah. every I try and use every moment as a teaching moment, especially when it comes to questions from patients, questions on the phone, medications that we're filling. I'll say, well, what, what's, you know, what's good, you know, what, what about this? What do you know about this? What's the one thing you should know about this drug or what's the one thing? And sometimes they get a blank look and it's a teaching moment and sometimes they get a good answer, which is even better, even more satisfying. How about you, Diane? Do you have any interns in your 24-hour store? I had an, an intern with me for three weeks, so I had her doing all the counseling and recommendations for over-the-counters for patients and tried to push her to do more on her own each week as the rotation went on, and she did great. Do you let them do doctor calls? Do they speak to physicians? Yes. Sure. Okay, so if we had an opportunity for them to answer phone calls from physicians to advise those physicians on pharmacogenetic uh, choices and the drugs based on reading a report. Do you think those interns are skilled enough to do that? Very capable, yeah. Yeah, they probably learned about it and are, are learning about yeah. it in school now. Because when we went to school, there was no pharmacogenetics. No. Even though there was, but they weren't teaching it. Right. Now we're teaching it. We're mentoring the next generation. Because pharmacogenetics, for medication management, how can you counsel someone if you don't know the right drug, the right dose? So pharmacogenetics is really a pathway to provider status. We're not providers. Are you a provider, Joe? I am not. Are you a provider? I, am. I have an NPI number. Okay. Now we're moving in a good direction. But can you bill an insurance company, Diana? No. All right. So when you leave here today, the world headquarters of at Panera Bread, you are providers because our compensation to you, is it based on an hourly wage? No. What is it based on? It's based off of the number of patients we speak to and so the time a, we put in. So it's a time-based encounter based on billing codes that are done for the patient's medical insurance. No one's going to bring you a Part D, you know, United Healthcare, uh, Medicare Part D plan. You, I'm bringing you up from the D world, from the dungeon 
Are you in the dungeon of dispensing? I would say yes. yes. You were. You were both yes. in the dungeon. Well, I got to tell you, I came out of the dungeon. It was like you and I used to joke, Joe. It was like the Birdman from Alcatraz. I was telling you, I had a little spoon, and I was just chipping away to get that tunnel to advance my career. Remember we joked about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And I did that between my calls, my outreach calls. So I dug this little tunnel, and where did that tunnel go? I went across the street. Where did the tunnel lead me? Dr. Elfman, Dr. Goodman. Dr. Goodman, right. Dr. Michael Goodman. Do you know that on the 23rd of August, which is a few days away, in 2014, five years ago, on August 23rd, I did the first Meet the Pharmacist event at the office of Dr. Michael Goodman. Did you come, Joe, in the afternoon? Remember we were giving out uh, some sandwiches? You might remember the sandwich. I don't remember the sandwich. I know I did go to the meet and greet you had at the Panera with Dr. Goodman there, the first one that you had. Right, right. But in his office, I don't know if you were there, Dr. Goodman. No. no, I wasn't quite as much in love with you then yeah. as I am now. Because uh, what we did was uh, that Meet the Pharmacist event catapulted RxVIP to where we are today where we are hiring and inspiring these pharmacists and students of pharmacy all across the country. And I have to thank both of you, seriously, for giving me the opportunity and the inspiration, because we talked about this every day that we were together, just as a vision that we all had. Joe, you actually introduced us to the largest concierge practice in Long Island, uh, Healthbridge. And uh, through a relationship, I think you're in-laws had with a friend, you got us that appointment, and we were there in that office uh, for over a year helping patients. So Diana, we're gonna work on something with you out in Comac, where you live, so that on a snowstorm, if it's a day you're not driving to open up your store, you can walk across the street and help patients. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds great. All right. Well, we're not gonna take any more time of our Pharmacy Podcast listeners, but this is the concierge hub conversation. And are you listening? You know, we say every day, are you listening? Because if you're listening to what's going on, call us at 1-844-MY-RXVIP. And we'll tell you one-on-one how you can be part of the PharmD resident program, which is a new standard of patient engagement that will enhance the role of pharmacists. You can also be part of our remote call center. If you're a mother thinking of having a baby or having a baby, Diana, one day you'll be swept off your feet uh, with a beautiful bride and you'll start a family. And uh, if you want to stay more time at home while you're watching that child, we'll have that remote revenue generating opportunity so you can advance your career and enhance your career practicing at the height of your license. Does that sound like a a good idea? Yes. But you're still going to stay at CVS because you need that 30% off on diapers. Mm -hmm. Very Very important. Very important. My daughter Emily, and by the way, Joe, you have to stay at CVS because if I, you ever left, my daughter would kill me. Oh, uh, well. And, and <laughs> Emily says, is Joe going to be there? He's so nice. I want to see him. I said, Emily, Emily, I was there before. I was there with Joe. What about me? You were nice. I was nice, but I'm not nice enough, I guess. She only, I said, no, you can't go on Thursday. He's off. Okay, I'll go, I'll go on Friday. Is he early or late? Because he always helps me get the formula, my, the vitamins for Leia. I said, Emily, calm down. Calm down. Relax. Anyway, I love you both because you are part of my family. So uh, it's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub Conversation. 
And all you listeners out there, have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you soon.